0: When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins
1: now. And welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. It is 9.02. You are listening to local music from bands and musicians from right here on the South Shore into Boston and all over New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, Route 53 in Pembroke, online at tinyandsons.com. We have some old friends on the Tiny stage tonight. Somebody who should have been here a long time ago, but we finally have him back. Chad from The Big Lonesome. Chad, how are you doing tonight? Hey, man. How are you? Doing great. Actually, we have two people from The Big Lonesome in there. Who is uh, with you tonight?
0: Uh, Mr. Sam O'Connor. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Sam, how you doing? Not too bad.
1: This is your first time here, right?
0: It is. Uh, welcome. Yeah, I appreciate you
1: uh, having us. My pleasure. So, Chad, if you would, introduce yourself. Tell us exactly who you are and what The Big Lonesome is all about.
2: Okay, uh, so my name is Chad Goslin, um, the singer, songwriter, and uh, guitar player for The Big Lonesome. Um, The band started in 2009 with uh, my brother, Luke Goslin, and uh, our long-lost buddy, Josie Ambo, who he's actually not... Actually that loss. He just moved to the Netherlands. So um uh, he
1: sent me a track this morning actually. It sounds awesome.
2: He did, yeah. He just put out a, a solo record and I was like,
1: I'm gonna be on A T D. You should plug that tonight. Definitely.
2: Um, yeah, I'm actually excited to hear it. I haven't heard it yet. It sounds cool
1: as I think he all did it uh, I did it all uh, analog on a four track.
2: Yep. Oh Yeah, wow, that's so- yeah he's like hand pressing cassettes too, which is pretty that's cool. Amazing. <laughs> um but yeah, basically we started this band in two thousand nine. Um recently we're kinda getting really active again. Um We've, uh, since January, we've played about, like, 40 shows throughout, like, the the whole, like, eastern part of the U.S., so.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. That's
2: great. Yeah, it's been good. We did South by, we did um, South by Southwest. If you guys aren't familiar with that, it's a festival down in Austin, Texas. My sister was there. It said it was incredible.
0: Yeah, it was a good time. It was cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, A lot of really good music and uh, a lot of really friendly, nice people, too. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, let's hear some awesome music. Let's uh, kick the show off with a song here. Um, Sam, if you would, swing that. uh, Pull the headphones off of that green mic, if you would, and swing that over to uh, Chad's guitar so we can mic that thing up as well. Look
0: at that. Also a sound technician. Bassist and sound technician.
1: (laughs) Yeah, see if you can get that as close to the sound hole as possible without hitting the strings. There we go. Perfect.
0: Awesome. That good?
1: That sounds amazing. Okay, uh, what are you going to kick the show off with tonight? I think
2: we're going to do SOS. So this is the opening track of our our. Last EP.
1: All right, let's hear it. We have The Big Lonesome here on 95.9 WHD. It's all yours. That is The Big Lonesome here on the tiny stage, 95.9 W.A.T.D. performing live in studio tonight. Nice job on that, guys. Oh, thanks so much, John. So tell us, Chad, if you would, how you wrote that song.
2: Okay, uh, so that song actually started on, it was in like uh, Barnes & Noble or Borders a couple years ago. It was probably like 2011 or so. And uh, (laughs) there was like this kid's toy in there, like a little piano thing. It was like part of like a book, like learn piano for your three-year-old or something. And it sounded horrible, <laughs> but like when you would press the key, it would like distort, so it'd be like Jerr. I don't know. It it almost sounded like an electric guitar, this like little kid's toy. And I was just walking around, and I had this melody in my head, and I went over to the toy, and I just started hitting it, and uh, I don't know, it just kind of came out. It like it, believe it or not, that's <laughs> that's, that's kind of so how
1: cool. It was written. Now, did you use that little instrument on the recording?
2: No, no, we didn't. It just uh, it it kind of started there, and then. I got it back, and <clears throat> it it sort of made sense on the guitar. Um, but we probably should have. Maybe I'll maybe I'll cut a, a <laughs> of that yeah. at some that. point.
1: Very cool. So uh, when did that album come out? Because uh, we've been playing that for a while now on WATD, and it sounds amazing.
2: Oh, thanks. Yeah. So that that album came out in 2014, and then uh, we basically pulled a Guns and Roses and spent way too long on our on our next record. The, <laughs> if you guys are familiar with Chinese Democracy, yes.
1: Um, not a big fan of that album. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't think too many people <laughs> Your were. Your
1: album is a lot better.
2: Yeah, so we are actually... Thank you. Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, we're actually about ready to release a new record, actually. Um, and, uh, I don't know, hopefully July at this point. Let's yeah, talk about
1: that. What's the new album? How is that going to be different? And maybe how is it going to be the same as uh, what the uh, big, lonesome fans are accustomed to?
2: Okay, so I think it's maybe a little bit of a departure. but But not too much. Maybe, like it's it feels like the next step sort of thing so um as the, the sort of the beginning of that project like it was still kind of alt country root seat sort of stuff but um you know i don't know if you're familiar with that record but like halfway through like it kind of gets noisier and like towards the end of the yeah track, overdriven a little bit yeah so we've kind of moved more into that direction there's like it's it's definitely developed into like four dudes playing rock and roll again um and I still think there's some elements of the rootsiness in there, but it it's going to be um, still catchy poppy tunes, but um, a little
0: bit
1: of an edge. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. definitely. A I'd say a little, little more more uh, mature and uh, developed too. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. talk influences too, and I'm going to start with Sam since you're new here. Tell us, you know, what you grew up listening to, and maybe what you're listening to today.
0: Uh, so. <laughs> It's uh, it's always funny for me because I'm a uh, bassist, in my primary instrument. Uh, I've been playing guitar for probably eleven or twelve years. Um, so a lot of people come up to me uh, after a show and ask me who my bass influences are, and uh, I always have a really hard time with that. Uh, I mean, I have guys I really like listening to. Um, Victor Wooten's like a phenomenal bassist. I'm not even close to his level. Uh, I would <laughs> like to maybe someday do that. Uh, but like um, you
1: didn't say Sting, by the way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. I know. I grew up listening to a, a lot of punk rock and stuff. So, um, for me, the, stu- the sounds I always liked, bass wise, was stuff like uh, I don't know if you know, Ranted.
1: Yes, Love um, Ranted.
0: Yeah, Matt Freeman was like a phenomenal bassist. Um,
1: Out Outcome th- comes Out the Wolves. Is yeah. actually, I think in my car right now.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. that's, that's, that's my favorite <laughs> album. Actually, um, I told you, John listens to everything. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, everything.
0: <laughs> <does>. <laughs> um, so uh, a lot of stuff like that, and uh, a lot of like ska and stuff. He used to the real big fish and Less Than Jake and stuff like that. Um, and then uh as i got older i started getting out of that so i started listening to a lot of jazz and stuff um so i i kind of i'm kind of all over the place um recently i've been listening to a lot of uh, the mountain goats um i don't know if you've, you're familiar yep. with yeah um john daniel is a phenomenal songwriter and uh i've been listening to him for a really long time um so I've, he's pretty much in constant uh replay on my car uh i've actually been getting into wilco because uh Chad likes Wilco, and uh I' really it's
2: almost a requirement Love too. at some point yeah i had a uh, yeah,
1: pretty bad in fact funny uh Wilco story um I heard recently, uh, I think it was some restaurant or whatever dreamer in my dreams playing yep. on the music system which I spent like the next <laughs> 45 minutes trying to find that song by Rod Stewart before I realized it was actually Wilco, <laughs> yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome, nice, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so I've been doing that uh I really like uh Beck a lot and uh cake and um, I always thought they had a cool sound and I kind of like the country-ish kind of twinge that they, yes. they would do every once in a while um, so I also like Wilco because it, it's kind of in the same vein so I was enjoying that and uh, just recently today I was listening to uh, Chip Androids um, they're pretty sick too so I yeah. Uh I yeah, know, it depends on what day it, really it's, uh, that's
1: that's quite the uh, <laughs> quite the genre r- r- range there that yeah, amazing.
0: yeah kind of all over the place but uh and I, I just love music and if uh if it speaks to me then it's something i want to listen to so
1: amen to that yeah. chad how about you i know you've been here before but tell us about some of your influences uh yesterday and today okay
2: so um so besides wilco <laughs> <laughs> yeah so sam mentioned wilco so f- for a long time they it would it, that was like my that was my own personal beatles i felt like for a long time <laughs> was i i really dug in deep on that and that's it, a good
1: I, band name by the way
2: <laughs> okay that is actually pretty good. I gotta write this down. Yeah, I actually have a list on my phone. <laughs> <of like laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I felt like originally, kind of what we're doing, um, like early lonesome stuff, sort of, not necessarily derivative, but you can definitely hear that influence. Um, about five years ago, I had a, I never got into punk rock. I, I've kind of gone through a jazz phase, a, a country phase, um, just about everything. And I had a, a cousin that was visiting, and I was like, dude. I'm going to be open-minded, just, here's an iPod, load it up, just tell me, just give me everything that you like, and, and I'll sift through it and listen to it. And uh, I didn't really get too deep. I got two albums deep, and uh, he had a, two Guided by Voices records on there. Ah, they're amazing. Yeah, and it just spun me. Like It's it's where I've kind of settled for the last five years of, the guy has such an exhaustive catalog of stuff, and it it really changed my songwriting around. And I I sort of remembered, like, when I first started writing tunes, they were definitely sort of countryish. But I remember that I grew up and I was like, "Oh man, you know, I used to like Nirvana and I like Dinosaur Jr. and all this stuff." And it kind of harked back to that. Um, I kind of forgot that you could be a rock and roll songwriter too. So um, I feel like the tunes are are kind of coming out that way more now. Like it, it's sort of like a mix. I, I'm sure there's. I'm never going to escape the country thing totally. It, like there's going to be glimpses of it that.
1: Well, that it is. Reach out. The, it is kind of the roots of rock and roll. So it all goes back to. Elvis and Carl Perkins and stuff like that, which is all, you know, rooted in country. So nothing oh, wrong with that at all.
2: Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it, totally. But it's kind of becoming this weird mishmash now of like, yeah. like some of the stuff might be. I feel like some of the stuff we play is maybe a little too aggressive to be called country, and then some of the rock stuff is probably a little too country to be too aggressive. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, I love it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? Give us an example. What are we going to hear next? Ooh. Do you want to do one of the newer ones? Sure. That's your new song, yeah. Cool.
2: Um okay, this song's called Dummy. This is a uh, This is gonna be on our new record.
1: All right, the big lonesome here on W A T D, it's all yours. one, two, one, two,
2: one.
3: She says amen
1: Big Lonesome live in studio tonight here on 95.9 W.A.T.D. Nice job on that one guys. Thank you. Thank you. So Chad, take us through uh, what that song's all about if you wouldn't mind.
2: Okay, so um, so it, a lot of this record was written uh, three years ago um, that we have kind of coming up like sort of right around the time we put out Undone and uh, <clears throat> that song was actually, I was um I had a friend that was a songwriter at the time that I was really close to and she uh she mentioned the word dummy like a, a British slang term that I, I hadn't heard before. But um I I you know, I don't even totally remember what it was at the time. I I believe <laughs> what it was, I might get this terribly wrong, so if you're from England or know that culture, you can text us and let us know that we're doing a poor job of this. But um yeah, so she basically said it was it was something along the lines of um uh like a stand in, like a like you could have like a dummy boyfriend and it would be like a fake boyfriend sort of thing like and uh i was having like some real self-esteem issues at that time of my life Uh, i went through some personal things a couple years ago that kind of rocked my world and uh i sort of could identify with that and i was like oh man i don't know i just want someone to use me i I was feeling really low so i kind of wrote this like ballad of like walk all over me that sort of that's but.
1: great I, I've always admired people who can take emotions like that put them into music and just tell the world that's that's amazing so nice yeah. job on that thank you thank you much it is uh, 922 here on WATD we have to take a very quick break we have a lot more music though to go with The Big Lonesome on the tiny stage here on 95.9 WATD so don't go anywhere Just like that one girl in high school. She was very popular back then. She had dozens of boyfriends. Hundreds. Hundreds. We've gotten quite a reputation. I did not know that. Almost famous on 95.9 WATD. And we are on the Tiny Stage tonight, here on 95.9 WATD. Tiny Stage, by the way, named after Tiny and Sons Glass, our sponsors since day one. And uh, we are in May, so that means we're coming up on six years of bringing you great local music on Tuesday night. And Tiny has been there since day one. So a big thank you to Peter Brown and Tiny and Suns Glass and the whole crew over there for doing an amazing job just doing what they do, supporting local music in your community. We are on the Tiny stage tonight with the big lonesome guys. How are you doing in there?
0: Doing great. Doing good. Yeah.
1: Doing awesome. So um, either Sam or Chad, introduce yourselves and tell us who you are who the big lonesome is and uh what's happening in your world
0: hey how's it going uh, i'm sam the bassist for big lonesome uh we uh we just came off a, a bunch of touring um working on trying to get a, a new record out um i think in july um that's the
2: idea yeah with yeah. another tour we're, we're trying to tour again but we're trying to double back and kind of hit what we did earlier this year
1: Awesome. So. That sounds. I want, let's talk about the tour. And Chad, if yeah. you'll get a little bit closer to that mic, if oh, sure. you don't yeah, mind. Yeah. But yes. tell us about what the tour is all about. Because I saw your posts online. I was following you guys <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter and all that. So it's there was a like lot that, going uh, on.
2: Kind of like that living in a van down by the river sketch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: it's uh, very reminiscent of Chris Farley. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: No, yeah, so uh, basically um so i bought a van in november i quit my job oh so there rushed. really was a van
0: yeah. oh yeah oh yeah, yeah there's yeah yeah we have yet to park it by a river but i'm sure that's gonna happen eventually we parked by a beach it was pretty close that's true yeah, we yeah. did do that so it's, um, it's a lot better than a river
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it like white with like candy written on the side of it or anything it like is that?
2: it is white yeah
1: and the windows are tinted it's it's the,
2: the uh yeah is factors high
0: but uh, you can't unlock the doors from the inside unless you're in the front, <laughs> which is uh, <laughs> a little concerning. Yeah, it sounds
1: like my car. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I remember the
0: the first time we got in there, I went to open the door and I I couldn't. I had to ask, ask Chad's permission. He's yeah, that,
1: is that how Chad keeps the band together by locking him, yeah. locking? <laughs> That's pretty in much
0: neck? it. Yeah, he just uh, tricks us, tells us there's something in there we want.
1: We only have band meetings in the van. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, so long story short, I bought a van uh last November and um I the Lonesome was like only a northeast van for a long time and we <laughs> did like a couple things. Like we did a one one off tour once where we went down the East Coast and um I kinda got I hit this critical age where I was like, I either need to dive all the way in or I need to be go become an adult and I didn't want to become an adult. So uh <laughs> smart choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So um, yeah, I bought a van and it eliminated that. Like one of the reasons we can never really tour for a, like a long period of time was it just wasn't a vehicle. So um, I so got that
1: driving a van, being in a band, working in radio—all you know ways to bypass adulthood. Yeah, you? yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, absolutely, eternally <laughs> youthful. But um, yeah, so it's been good. We've been going out like once a month, um, a different region. Basically, we just drive as far as we can one day, then play seven or eight shows, and drive as far back as we can <laughs> in one day, and then. Um, check in with our girlfriends and our loved ones and make sure that no one hates us too much for being gone and uh yeah it, it's it's been a blast though it's it's definitely like being a kid again though like we're it's it's a constant sleepover like we sleep in the van most nights yeah we're eating poorly we're malnourished <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but you're playing rock and roll yeah That's it's, right, it's yeah. awesome yeah
2: yeah it's cool and uh, we've seen so much of the country already this year that like places i never thought i would see already yeah
1: what's your favorite spot so far on tour Charlotte probably.
0: Yeah, Charlotte was, was pretty really cool.
1: awesome. What was I, it about Charlotte that impressed you?
2: Um, I've never, in you know, all my years of playing music, played a town that I've never played before, and had a packed room that was there just because we were from somewhere else. Um, that so must have been incredible. That was really cool, and it was just a really responsive crowd. Like they, it. I don't know. it felt like we we're in the Beatles or something? Right? Yeah, like no, it was nice. Um, I
0: don't know. I I feel like a lot of, I know, music's tough this time. Like. These days, um, trying to play original music, like people don't want to go out and do anything. They, you know, they want to stay at home or they don't have the money. Um, I feel like people don't just go out and check stuff out for the sake of it. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, it was kind of cool going to a place where everyone was there to check out music. Like they said, we, you know, we've never were heard specifically of you before. There, yeah. Before
1: a I probably band. shouldn't mention this at this time, but are you a fan of the uh, podcast This American Life?
0: Oh yeah,
3: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they
1: uh-huh. did one about a year or so ago where they had a flash mob that instead of like just showing up on the street they basically spent a whole month listening to this indie band's <laughs> recordings and they found this show that like they were in town like from a different town they just showed yeah. up to the show and they just packed the room with like <laughs> 300 people and they knew every song and they just that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> that's really cool well
0: ira glass if you're listening please yeah Anita Santoria yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. put the dates up and yeah, uh, i even
2: listen to cereal and i uh, just listen to s down too s was hook, incredible hook me up yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of podcasts listening. When there are. The this yeah. is one of
1: them. You can find this show up on <laughs> on uh, the Apple Store and uh, Android, Google Play, and all that stuff. Just search for uh, Almost Famous or WATD. Hey, there you, you go. should pop right up. You guys will be up there before the night's over. That's nice. awesome.
0: Sweet.
1: <laughs> Let's uh, hear some more tunes. What do you sure. have next in your uh, trick bag tonight? Do you want to do
2: yeah. that one? Okay, we're going to do another one off our last EP, Undone. The song's right. called Naked
1: Tremolo. Excellent. Big Lonesome here on 95.9. W.A.T.D., it's all yours.
3: I remember people lying naked thinking that we're all Drifting in and out of nowhere, knowing you were all right for once. Then we were young and wasted, vulnerable and complacent. Just begun to waste ourselves Sister outside in the garden She's looking at you. Just got to waste ourselves. Then we were young and wasted, fond of the land We just got to waste ourselves.
1: That is The Big Lonesome here on 95.9 WATD. And uh, before I ask you about that song, um, I'm just flipping through the pages of uh, Billboard here in the studio. I thought you might appreciate this, the uh, first article that I (laughs) (laughs) turned to. That's amazing. Big Guns N' Roses article here. Oh, great, yeah. yeah. Probably the uh, anniversary of Appetite for Destruction. Um, But we have uh, The Big Lonesome in studio tonight talking about the uh, upcoming album, playing some new songs, playing some classics as well. Chad take us through the story of that song if you would
2: okay so that uh that song is sort of um it was written actually uh for another record but it ended up being cut from that record I wrote a record when I moved back home in 2009 that was just a solo record um, I didn't put it out as the under the big lonesome um, as we didn't really quite exist yet but uh I wrote a lot about when I went off to college all my friends kind of succumb to the opiate crisis that kind of unfortunately exists in uh, like the surrounding communities and um it was a it was kind of a drag it was like i came back home and all my friends were not really my friends anymore they were just in a different place so um that song in particular is um just me kind of reminiscing like when did this start happening when can i pinpoint when we all started or when did drugs enter like
1: my yeah and i'm sure it's a mutual feeling i'm sure a lot of people you know feel the same way even today
2: yeah yeah it's weird and you know i'm i'm lucky that i went off to school and stuff and and didn't get involved you know because like um i mean i i don't know i (laughs) drank as a teenager did dumb stuff like a lot of people doing there's some of that probably feels like a coming of age but um it it rips through like my hometown weymouth it ripped through my hometown like fiercely and quickly and uh, I'm lucky that I was out for five years when that kind of happened. Like I, I wasn't involved in that. So yeah, so true. Yeah. So that, that song in particular is me, kind of remembering, you know, uh, one friend in particular. Like, um, you know, her parents were never around, so it, it's sort of just remembering being in the basement and I don't know, drinking underage or doing something <laughs> dumb, and uh, it it felt innocent then, but remembering that that's kind of the turning point with with like where it kinda entered my my peer group. Yeah. So But
1: well, that that's uh, that's incredible. Like I said, I am I I love when people tell stories like that where they just put their heart and soul into music and it comes out in an amazing song. Thank you, man. Thanks so much. So tell us Chad um who is missing tonight? We've got uh two members of the Big Lone so but who is not here and uh even better, why are they not here?
2: <laughs> so we're missing my brother Luke Goslin. Um I think he's playing a gig somewhere tonight.
1: I'm not yeah, sure what he's doing. So. This was uh, this wasn't as important as the other gig?
2: <laughs> it, uh, so
1: we pay better. He <laughs>
2: Luke has I um how do I explain Luke? You know Luke. How do I explain Luke to Radioland? Uh I uh,
1: warned you're, you're not really supposed to say on the radio that starts with uh W, I believe. <laughs>
2: He's um he gets overwhelmed. We've done a lot this year, so I, I kinda pitched this to him. I was like, I'm doing this, it's gonna be super cool. You're friends with John. John would love to see you. It will be really fun. But uh I think he just we had a lot going on. We did
1: not only that, but we started planning this like what, four months ago?
2: Yeah, yes, <laughs> definitely. But when we were planning that I was like, We're going in January, we're going in February, we're going in March, we're going in April. So like I I was trying to not overwhelm my bandmates yes. by yeah. requesting things so I uh,
1: we, we like Sam though Sam we like <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'm being sneaky with stuff lately like I booked a second show on Saturday without really telling the whole band just so I was like yeah we got that day it'll be fine okay so, really so let's talk about that
1: What, what what's, uh, what's going on with the upcoming shows
2: so we're actually we're home yeah we're home for yeah, a bit right? which is cool um so we only have local-ish I, like local to us now being New England um so we we did uh Vermont in New Hampshire in the same day yesterday on like one furious drive yeah. where we forgot our drum set too, so we had to... <laughs> uh, actually I gotta do a quick shout out to this guy, uh Eric Kuckler. He plays in um
1: The hypotheticals. The hypotheticals and, yeah. uh, Is he also in Time Out to No, yeah, he's friends with Time Out oh, okay. to me.
2: But um those bands are both incredible, like New Hampshire bands. He lent us his drum set to uh
1: to No, explain how you can forget something like a drum set.
2: <laughs> oh, so yes. it was uh, our merch girl's birthday was on Friday and um she didn't really need to go out but like she's done so many cool things by jumping in the van with us and like it, it's been so much like me, 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 me time. So like I was like, All right, it's her birthday, we gotta go out and do something really, really fun for her. So we stayed out and we got like two and a half, three hours of sleep, like each. Yeah. Um so when you're on three hours of sleep, you just kind of don't remember to put the drums in the van
1: sometimes. (laughs) Makes perfect sense. Yeah.
0: We we got half the kit. It was... We just didn't have the hardware. So we had
1: the shells. It's just, we couldn't... That's like me coming to the radio show without my CDs. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Basically.
0: Yeah. It's funny. uh, We were really worried about it when uh, it happened and uh, Eric was really awesome and was like, hey, I got this drum set you guys can use. Uh, What was great about it was it wasn't uh, an acoustic drum set. It was like a... (laughs) Uh, like,
1: like a Neil Peart thing it was or? like
0: an old uh, electronic drum set with all the pads and everything and this little like amp and it was the most 80s like sounding thing I've ever heard in my life uh, it was amazing so I, been it,
1: playing with like Keytar Baron it would have been
0: yeah, perfect yeah it yeah. was great uh, it, we ended up having a lot of fun with it um, and he, he, he was kind enough to let us use it for a Vermont <laughs> gig too and uh, uh, our drummer Andy uh, ended up doing probably one of the most amazing 80s fills I've ever heard in my life during one of the songs it, uh, was,
2: a, it was a good moment it was yeah. great
0: it, it, it ended up uh, classing it was, into like just one of my favorite moments in the band I think so far Just it was great <laughs> it was really like
2: too Like it, it was such like an obvious 80s electronic drum fill that like the crowd was aware that that was not the real drum film yeah and, like, yeah
0: Every, like everybody like <laughs> we, just, we like all yeah. just made eye contact with each other <laughs> and like laughed at the same time we all yeah. knew that it was hilarious and uh <laughs> it was kind of great uh yeah so it, it worked out the it big was
1: question a, did somebody capture it on a phone or camera? no
0: i i really wish someone had because it was, was it yeah. was amazing it, it's okay though it's one of those things uh i don't know i, I feel like uh in this, this day and age we're always capturing things and taking pictures and recording things and like Sometimes it's nice to just have a thing that you just have a A memory memory of. And that like if you weren't there, you didn't experience it. And like that's something that we have and those people in the room have. Yeah. And and that's a special thing. And that's that's kind of like the fun of going out and playing too, is there's always like something that goes wrong. There's always some weird thing that we have to adapt to. Yeah. And you end up playing a song differently or you end up having a like a this special moment that you kinda share with, with the rest of the band and sometimes with the audience too. They're not they're not always keen to what we're you know, they don't always <laughs> they know that we challenges. we changed something because they haven't heard us before. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was kind of cool that... Uh, I mean, I wish I could hear it again because it was great. But yeah. uh, there's something special to the fact that it was just something that, that we...
2: Which is why, dear listener, you should go see live music. Yes, yes, absolutely. every show is unique and different and you could be part of this. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, let's hear some more live music. What do you guys have next on your set list tonight?
3: What do you want to do?
0: Um, hmm... You think it, uh, maybe say goodbye?
2: Sure. Okay.
0: So. Yeah. Though we are, we are not saying goodbye. We will go yeah. right after, <laughs> after
2: this. This is also going to be on
1: <laughs>
0: our upcoming EP,
1: Fascination. All right. Big Lonesome here on 95.9 WATD live in studio. It's all yours. The Big Lonesome live in studio tonight here on 95.9 WATD. Well, two members of The Big Lonesome here in studio tonight. Chad and Sam, you guys sound awesome tonight.
0: Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks
1: for coming down to Marshfield. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Thanks for having us. My pleasure. So, uh, Chad, I'm, I'm assuming you're the, uh, the primary songwriter in the band. Um, how do you know when a song is ready, and then how do you present it to the band? So... All right. So w- with this current
2: lineup, we we're just kind of starting to get into writing. We we've worked on one tune actually, which we just released on a single. I'll tell you about that in a moment. But um, usually, uh, when I'm writing, um, I go through periods. Sometimes I go through these dry spots where I just don't do it. It's actually laziness. I've realized that I can always <laughs> write. I just sometimes don't. I, I can't pinpoint why, but um, I sit down every day and uh, I, when I'm writing. Um, I do it the first thing in the morning. I have to do it before coffee. I have to do it before I I look at my phone, anything. That's the time it comes. So I sit there and uh, I kind of hammer out whatever, and I I roughly kind of come up with a skeleton. And then I do a really poor recording on an iPhone or (laughs) or something (laughs) like that. Upload it on Drive, get really excited, tell the guys to check it out. They probably don't. (laughs) <laughs> or it sounds horrible, <laughs> um, and then when we get kind of a critical mass, usually we we kind of comb through it. So we're we're going to go into the recording studio um, it, in August actually to record. Um, uh, hopefully, which which will be a full length, most likely. So uh, I think what we'll end up doing at that point is I I kind of I try not to overwrite stuff. I try to just kind of come up with here's the nugget. This is like these I like these words I like these chords but I, I try to leave a lot for everyone to kind of do their thing um, and a lot of songs what's what's what I've found funny over the years is um, sometimes I'll bring something that I love and I'm really feeling it, and I think it's great we have three songs that got cut from our last record that I'm still really angry about
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um, any chance of taking those three songs and making like a mini EP out of them
2: I I'm Think I might be due for another solo record. I haven't done one since 2009, but I'm I'm itching to do one again. Um, but I always want to like save my best stuff for this band, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, usually um, that song "Dummy" that we played earlier, I was actually I liked the words, but the, for some reason I couldn't get it to where I wanted it alone. And uh, I brought it to the band, and what's funny is Luke heard it, and he was like, "This is awesome!" And, and he like came with all these parts and loved it, and took the song in a vastly different direction than I would not have. Um so I get that's usually kind of our process. Like I, I come up with like a skeleton, purposely leave it empty so everyone kinda can like throw their color on it. And uh I, it's it's something I dig doing a lot. Like I, I don't I don't want to write everyone's parts. I, I think that would be Really, unfun.
1: Now, take us through uh, the recording process. This album, when you go into the studio in August to start recording, do you plan on doing most of it live, or do you like to to layer and uh, to do multi tracking?
2: So, we've done a couple different things over the years. Um, this recent EP that we're going to release in July um, is it's pretty layered. Um, the, what we used to do is go into the studio and just like layer and layer and layer and layer and layer, and that and that was fun and cool, but. Um, it's expensive. We're super poor, <laughs> so that's one thing. And, and also, we um we cut a recording in a uh, January, and uh, it was the first time I was like, you know what, look at this song's good. Let's just go in. Let's do it all live. Um, and I I thought it was magical. It, it was probably the most fun I've had in a recording session because it, it was just limited. It's like we have four hours. Like let's do it old school, like Sun Records, and just go in and everyone play it great and if the band messes up we do it again
1: do you have a preferred studio
2: um yeah you know i've I've worked with sean mclaughlin a lot he's amazing i actually
1: just moved next door to his studio nice
2: (laughs) so he's he we've done some stuff on this new record we did this record some of it with sean some of it at, at q division some of it um we have a friend dan fox who has a studio up in lynn mass um and uh we did some of that there. We did some of it in Zoomix and these Boston. So it's, it's kind of this like random mix of stuff. Nice. But I'd say overall, my the my favorite person I ever worked with is Sean. Like he's
1: um, very cool, very chill, just he, an incredible guy. He's really
2: good at calling this band on its
1: crap too. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like yep, I uh, agreed.
2: <laughs> like there's just he's really cool. Um, but he'll just get to the point where he's like, nope, or like you got it, or or and like sometimes. You need that, because being a musician, you can just be so manic about nothing,
1: you know? I've never seen that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. but I, I think what we're going to try to do with this one, I I really enjoy, um, or at least I think where I'm at spiritually right now with music is I just want to go in and just do it sim- more simple, and the, like, layer what needs to be there, but I would rather have 100 songs out in the world than 10 really polished ones, if that makes
1: sense. It so, does, completely. Um, we have to take a uh, final timeout of the night, but I think we have time for one more song after the break. Does that work for you guys? That'd Absolutely, be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we have the Big Lonesome in studio tonight here on 95.9 WATD. Peter Black and the Wide World of Blues comes your way at 10. We're just as frustrated with the big recording labels as you are. And I'll tell you why I can't put up with you people, because you're bastard people. We just don't have the people skills to express it. Almost Famous on ninety-five nine WATD. And we are on the tiny stage tonight with the Big Lonesome. Guys, introduce yourselves one last time tonight.
0: Hey, I'm Chad from the Big Lonesome. How's it going? I'm uh, Sam. Uh, basis for big loans. happy to be here
1: fantastic great to have you guys here so before we wrap things up if you would chad give us your website maybe some social media information and plug any upcoming shows
2: cool so i, I think the one that we're trying to push the most right now is we're playing the met which we are super excited about yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun that's uh, in Pawtucket, right yep yep yeah um yeah so our, our website's is the um we're on facebook slash the big lonesome most of our social media is just slash
0: yeah you should uh check out our instagram page we uh recently acquired a new member named lenny uh lenny lonesome lenny uh if you just search that hashtag you get to see uh some of his adventures with us we uh been taking him on tour and uh uh he's gotten to see niagara falls with us and uh play video games at a video game bar so uh yeah, hashtag Lonesome Lenny. Check that out. Uh, check out Big Lonesome on uh, Instagram. We've been trying to post stuff when we're out and about so you can kind of see what we're doing. Um, that Pawtucket Show, uh, it's the Met. It's May 25th. We're playing with a, a few locals. Um, uh, Nate Cozzolino, uh does stuff at the spot underground, Alchemy and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, if you're a Rhode Island listener or you like to drive to Rhode Island, we're playing the Met, so check that out.
1: Excellent. Guys, we have time for one last song before we say hello to Peter Black. In the wide world of blues. So, what are you taking us home with tonight?
2: Okay, this, this is the first thing that we've actually released in a long time. This is uh, Every Town USA. We just released this on the, the We Are Not Trump compilation, which uh, all of the, if you check it out on Bandcamp, it's a bunch of Boston bands that got together. Um, this song raises money for Planned Parenthood. There's another one that raised money for the ACLU. So, um, not to be overly political, but uh, it, we were very happy to be part of that compilation. Um, Excellent. So, this basically, this song is an homage to if you do not support local music. Um, I will give you a longer spiel if you ever come to our show, but it's all going to disappear, folks. So, um, thanks, John, for doing stuff like this and supporting the scene. Like My it, pleasure. It's absolutely really awesome when you do. Um, so, the song's called Every Town USA.
1: All right, guys, get home safely. Thanks for coming to Marshfield and uh, go check out the show May 25th at the Met in, Prav- in Pawtucket.
3: back, dressed in black, and top pairs of jeans, waiting on the go smoking clothes, a lot still 15. signs sun's coming down Monday There's no place to dance to play Records like a shepherd in the back seat of his car. And put sash and some cash in an envelope inside his guitar. Cuts in now. It's sick, to be like down south. everyone's been talking about So, come down and welcome round to every town. Job Fulton Bar, the hip part of a two man band from Savannah Strum, just a bit too. i mm-hmm.